Curate Curiosity is a podcast built on the idea that strong community comes from exploring and experiencing life together. I'm Dietrich Hunter, and this is Curate Curiosity. As I create and share, I use three lenses. Know your city, see the world, and let the world see you. Why these three lenses and how will we use them? Well, Chicago is one of the largest cities in the Midwest and an unmatched hub for food and culture. As Chicagoans, we have a rich history of diverse neighborhoods and various changes to these spaces over time. Here, we'll dive into what's new and on the come up as well as staples that can be found in our city. The main goal of knowing your city is being able to take advantage of all that our space has to offer in and around the places you find familiar. Seeing the world is a passion that was sparked in me by my mother and grandmother. Shout out to Brenda and Esther and everyone who made those trips possible. Between summer road trips to Atlanta and being sent to camp every year since I was five or six years old, I developed a travel bent pretty early. While feeding my desire to see the world, I've seen, for me, what only existed in textbooks and on Instagram. I've sharpened skills for the backcountry and become bilingual to communicate better with new friends at home and abroad. Trips of varying lengths in a variety of countries and continents has shown me that there's always more to learn. Because of this, seeing the world is my first love and a persisting priority. Traveling can be so much fun and so full of memories, but it can also feel like you're out of your element. Even in our city, depending on your neighborhood, time of day, or your racial or ethnic background, you can feel surrounded and isolated all at the same time. It's no surprise that everything happening here in Chicago is not positive, and that all people aren't seen the same way when they enter a space. But people's personal preferences and perspectives of you, or your culture, shouldn't determine the spaces you access with ease. But who am I? As I said before, my name is Dietrich Hunter, but I can't say Chicago born and raised because I was actually born in Peoria, Illinois. I moved here in eighth grade with my family to Boys Town. We lived there for about four or five years, and then I moved out to Naperville area to go to Benedictine University. After some time away finishing college in Indiana, I moved back to the city and lived in Hyde Park for about a year. After some time there, I then transitioned to Milwaukee, and now I'm back just west of the UIC's campus. Aside from my city history, my work and educational background kind of follows the same arc. I finished studying Spanish at Indiana Wesleyan University before coming back to Chicago for my first job at the Salvation Army Croc Center, which is in West Pullman for some people, in the hundreds for other people, and the low end if you're from around here. After a couple years at the Croc Center, I eventually transitioned to TFA, which moved me to Milwaukee, TFA being Teach for America. There in Milwaukee, I worked at what is now the Dr. Fuller Collegiate Academy. These years, both in Chicago and away at Milwaukee, were crazy formative. Not only did I study educational policy at Marquette, but I continued to deepen the lenses that I started developing here in Chicago 
of how to see myself, my community, and those around me. Now I've returned back to Chicago and I work at UICCP, which is a noble campus. I've been teaching Spanish here for about three years and I love what I'm doing. On a more personal note, I'm happily married for almost two years. My immediate family mostly lives in the city or around it, and I attend City Church Chicago, which is at Green and Chicago app. Now that I've given a little background about myself and why I wanted to start this podcast, I'd like to let you know what kind of content to expect and where to expect it. First, the podcast. You'll see bi-monthly conversations with local businesses and organizations that shape life across the city. Next, go and tells. Go and tell, like show and tell. Yeah. These go and tells will explore the city at large via local visits and reviews of events, bars, and restaurants, both old and new. Episodes can be found on Tuesdays in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts with footage frequently on Instagram under IGTV. The last kind of content you can expect to find are day guides and trip highlights on Instagram. These are snapshots and trip details that will be posted throughout the year to encourage people to make their own moves as you see my friends and I travel. The first of these will be talked about at the end of today's show. And starting this week, you'll see those start to populate. special note, just to pause really quickly, with COVID-19 still on the rise across the country, this podcast will hopefully get us excited about what is safe, available, and still happening in our communities. So stay tuned. Our first and second episodes are about something that many of us have seen before, but maybe we haven't had a chance to ask about it until now. Every neighborhood is unique, but many of these have sprung into existence to occupy open lots and spare space across our city with deeper ties to Midwest history and culture than we might assume. I'm talking about farms. Urban farms. So many people seem to have taken up gardening during our stay-at-home order. I even revived my garden during this time of extended closure and extreme boredom. But why urban farms? And why now? We'll hear from two local leaders in that industry as they describe what makes their farms unique and how we as Chicagoans can get involved to support their efforts. Stay tuned for a quick teaser of our first and second episodes of Curate Curiosity. So the farm was started about four years ago, 2016, uh, as a vocational opportunity for CPS students, for our residents, and for anyone else that was interested in getting involved. Primary, our, primarily, our population is uh, young adults with autism or related illnesses, whether it's a physical disability, um, someone on the autism spectrum, or a related intellectual disability. Uh, we take all comers. That's really sweet. Um, so it sounds like it sparked uh, from kind of like a missional connection to serving populations in Chicago with like real options that lead to 
meaningful work. And then also this idea of really serving um, and connecting really with people uh, who um, are on that autistic spectrum in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, we recognized uh, a need for young adults specifically with autism. There's a, a pretty uh, stark disconnect between um, employers' needs and the needs of folks who are autistic. Uh, job training programs have become something that are very popular and just uh, bridging a gap, uh, meeting the employer's needs and also meeting the employee's needs. Um, so the idea is that we provide some training to get uh, young adults that don't otherwise have resources into those positions um, at uh, factories, in warehouses, uh, in grocery stores, Walgreens, CVS, lots of locations. Um, the main reason that uh, these young people are facing this barrier is that at uh, age 23, uh, young adults with autism will age out uh, as what it's typically referred to as. And that just means that they stop receiving those local benefits that they would have received before. So for example, they'll go on school, uh, through schooling for a few extra years. They might receive um, more benefits from whatever social service that they're linked up with. Uh, but around age 23, those are entirely cut off. So for example, if a student is in school and still attending high school up until age 22 and 11 months, um, as soon as they turn 23, they are cut off altogether and their school year ends. Um, so the need is often based on age uh, as well as employment needs. That was Tucker Kelly, the lead farmer at Urban Autism Solutions Growing Solutions Farm from episode one. We'll hear more from Tucker in a couple weeks. Now we'll pivot to episode two with Ken Dunn from City Farm and the Resource Center Chicago. Were there any myths that you believed that you found to be untrue about farming or about connecting? Absolutely. So the first thing, uh, with the first Mayor Daly, I met with him with the plan that I, as I told you, I started 50 years ago. And he said, can't support it. People came to Chicago to get away from weedy fields and rusting machinery. <laughs> so I'm not bringing that to the city. And I tried to went on to tried to go on to say, I'm not advocating weedy fields and rusting machinery, but the notion was that we're, we've moved away from the South and failed agriculture. Uh, we're re returning to true agriculture. So the other part of that is that physical work is undesirable. Physical work is the most desirable and rewarding thing we can do. Plant our seed and tend it well and harvest the product and give it away or sell it. Um, that's where human happiness comes, is being connected with uh, production. The two myths are that hard work is bad, not good, it's good to get away from it, and that agriculture is uh, failing. Agriculture is in fact um, what sustains life. To get away from 
the farm being a depressing and undesirable place, we have had meals here in the farm, which I experienced as a child. In harvest, the community harvested together. And we would some, sometimes spend 18 to 20 hours a day getting the harvest in before the rain came. And the community would set a table in the field. The, the meal was brought to the field. We would start the harvest briefly and eat together. And that I remember is one of the joys of the childhood of experiencing our harvest together with the community and then pausing briefly to enjoy a good meal in the field. And so we do that uh, regularly here in Chicago. It's a, a fine meal and even those people that uh, have these uh, notions that farm work is degrading and that um, 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 being outside is uh, scary. <laughs> uh, we eat and they enjoy the outside. And I think that's the first step on the road to getting back to a, a true economy where we meet people's needs equitably and justly. Yeah. To say, have an enjoyment of a meal next to where the food is being grown. I'd like to close with a special announcement. This week, a few guys and I are headed to Northwest Michigan to do a little bikepacking. I'm super stoked since this is my first trip of the kind. Throughout the experience and after, I'll post day guides and trip highlights to Instagram at curate.curiosity. Again, that's at C-U-R-A-T-E period C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-Y on Instagram. Thanks for listening. This has been Dietrich Hunter with Curate Curiosity.